He's, yeah. he's still young enough to win another one, let's say. I was working out. He's young enough to win 27 <laughs> more before he ends up to a senior store. 22 story. or something. Yeah. Like, that is just. Makes me look at my life and go, wow, look what I've done at 22. And that thing speaks on it, makes everyone reevaluate. Like, people talk about Rory being this miraculous talent. Speed has two majors way before, I think, two years before Rory even got them. Mm. So it's like. He's a special talent, and he'll come back. He'll learn from this. Like, he, he came back from, like, the almost the exact same shot two years ago in the final round chasing Bubba Watson and came back and won to go back the next year. Wow, like I said, that, that second shot, I think, did he lose it? Did he just... It wasn't just that. It was the fact that he had a bogey at 10, bogey at 11 and Willett had, Will had closed back to one. I think it had gone from a five-shot lead to a one-shot lead and maybe he's, the pressure got to him. Like, it's still Augusta. It's still one of the trickiest par threes in, in world golf because even though it's short, if you get it wrong... Anyway, shape or form. Ernie found out on the on the opening <laughs> hole. <laughs> but at any hole in that course, you can hit double bogey. You look at it, it's Ernie with that. The amount of double bogeys are going over, around. Nine over, ten over, something like that. Six. No, foot. he hit a nine in the first. Nine in the first. Yeah, right? six footed. Yes, six footed from four feet or yeah. something like that, wasn't something it? Like, something ridiculous. Like how he didn't just walk away. But he almost made the cut then. He came back. As in, if you well, hadn't, he was one over for the rest of the round. Yeah, if he hadn't had that, if he hadn't had that, he would have made, made the cut up right so like, But that's the thing with the course, and that's why everyone watches it, because it's such a difficult course that at any moment someone can hit the bogey. Mm. On the final round, the way the course is set up, at any moment someone can hit an eagle, the way Westwood did. Westwood hits, hits an eagle, suddenly he's within one of... Yeah, Shane Larry, hole in one. Yeah, Larry. Was, did you see who was? Oh, <laughs> that's just the biggest freak. You almost had two hole in ones in the, 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 the one shot. But uh, Larry, I'd say, enjoyed that. He got married then during the week. Yeah, he's had a very nice three days. Bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> um, was Danny Willett was pretty happy as us. I'm the second English person to ever win it. Wait, that but. He, well, he, he, I mean, wasn't, he wasn't meant to be, meant to be there, yeah. yeah. And it was his wife's birthday. Yeah. The comment he had on Facebook was pretty, clo- pretty close. That said father was going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Almost came true. So we, 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 had, uh, we had someone on Twitter as well who uh, had an each way letting Danny Willis. Uh, Stephen encouraged him not to, not to cash out on that. So, yeah. uh, Why do you cash out? Does it, only you get our bets right, eh? There's fans there. We're five again. Yeah. <laughs> We're close. We're close. Close but no cigar. We're running out of weeks. That's yeah. the only problem. <laughs> This, like, is, this is the week. This, this, is, this is meant to be paying for Belfast. Like, uh, <laughs> we're going very soon. This week. It's going to be paying for Belfast next year. Who's going to pay for Belfast for some fish? I don't care. <laughs> um, at the Masters, Rory, he just can't seem to get that uh, Grand Slam. He's, he came out and said himself, he puts himself under too much pressure because of what I mean. Because it's the one he always wants to win. It, like, Everyone says here, how he's suited for it and stuff like that. Yeah, and but when, on day three, when it was Rory versus Speed, it was like the long hitter versus the putter. Hmm. And the thing that Rory is that he hit, he he fell off the round bogey, and if you do that, mentally, it, it happened to him when he had when he was clear the first time. I think it was twenty twelve, where he had that four shot lead, bogey the first, and instantly, kind of went into panic mode. Hmm. And it happened again. He 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 to himself and said that. This is the major he wants to win. Everyone, obviously... because well, he has the others. No, but in, in general, as a, as a kid growing up, I know he was talking about, maybe English golfers talking about the Open being the one, but for the vast majority of, of, of golfers, the Masters is the one, because of, of, of its legacy. Everything we talked about last week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's... The Wimbledon of golf. Exactly. Yeah. The big one. And he has come out and said that, that he puts himself under added pressure to win that one, because it means so much to him. And 
he just needs to learn to cope with that pressure or to find a way to not have it. Harry wants to be his, uh, like the... Oh, his, like his... Mental condition. Yeah, coach. mental coach or something like that. Just shout at him all the time. Just a hairdryer. Put a hairdryer on him. He wants to give him like... Didn't just Fergie talk to him before his last round though? Yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't would be hiring him <laughs> off the back of that. And the, whatever, they're very close because they're... You know, yeah. No, they're actually having an event in Ireland. They're doing an, an evening with Al Ferguson hosted by Roy McElroy. Week the week before the Irish Open. Danny Willis will be at the Irish Open as well. Yeah, well, okay. he'd committed to it. Um, so he stuck, he kept his commitment, yeah. Yeah, and now he's, he's moved up into a ranking to where he is now. He's <laughs> <laughs> a very big coup to have. <laughs> he's all the way up there now, isn't he? He is all the way up there. <laughs> Top 100 golf ranks, incredible. Top 100. This is not very good. Look at him, right? There's number seven there. <laughs> That's where I could juggle bogey at a young ski hit. Or number two. Oh, number <laughs> two as well. Um, <laughs> did, did you, were, you, were you following it all on Twitter, the Demantis? The yeah. Oh. Did you see Danny Willett's brother? <laughs> you, <laughs> it was, that was amazing. He's like, I punched that kid at 12 year old in the head for killing my rock or something like that. Or I was like, I can say I shared a bath. That was the one, the yeah. Two hours time, looks like I can say I shared a bath at the match or something. Yeah, or I was the one that like, speaks put and he was like, oh, speaks about line up for a put. I can go put the kettle on, uh, change the sheets and, uh, and paint the spare room and I come back and you might have hit it by then. <laughs> but you was himself and, I can't remember who was playing for it, was the last day, but you're both kind of talking to your slow play and it, it, it's becoming a factor that, I know it's a very difficult course, so it might take longer than most other courses, but... The slow play does affect it, mm. and especially I was watching the US coverage, and it's just there's so much downtime now that you kind of you don't get enough flow. Like the one thing I watching BBC was that BBC never had adverts. When it went away in the American ones, you had the studio and you had chats and something. And it it makes it like, watching live sport on on the BBC with no ads is is such a, a different experience, and it's just a better experience. Yeah. yeah. Um. Huh? I'm off topic there. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, is this one of the best masters that, that you've ever watched? Um, it's one that will definitely go down in history. You'll remember. Uh, you'll remember. And say like some of them were, were superb. Like when when Usain Bolt won his, we went to four birdies in a row. That wasn't a great match, but a great ending. Um, you remember this one for speeds kind of. Yeah, it's like, you know, like for the, whole the first one that, that I remember was when Greg Norman collapsed in Fowler. And at least, but that was kind of a collapse over 18 holes. Whereas this was just 10 minutes of madness. Yeah. And it cost him his jacket. And it will go down a legacy because it will remind everybody that if you if you take your eye off, off the game for, for one or two shots at Augusta, it can kill you. So that's what makes golf so hard as well. It's a game of concentration. Like you need to play for five hours four days yeah it's, it's, it's a huge mental challenge it's mm-hmm. a physical challenge obviously you I think the top 20 in the world can win a major talent wise but there's only maybe five or six of them who can win multiple majors because they have the mental game for it and it's something to worry he has the four majors already but he still needs to improve his mental game because like the first two he just blitzed the field there was no pressure mm-hmm. on him yeah I, I know the next two were much closer but he seems to struggle under pressure at Augusta, so. Someone has to change with that. I think it was kind of like surprisingly entertaining because I think after day one, when Speed was what, six under, we were like, you thought he was going to be like the same as last week or last year, so it was nice that he didn't run away with yeah. it, obviously. Yeah. Then he had, even if he had a won it, at least it was competitive. Exactly, exactly. It made, like, if, if he had kind of dropped his, like, kind of all his shots in the 12th hole and kind of 
if it made her game out of a Westwood will at all. So at least if he had won in the end, it was like fair play. It was an entertaining. I was thinking he did have time. Like he had two par fives. He had yeah, support. Uh, was it on seventeen? He needed to make the putt to give him a shot. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. so like it was still to the second last hole. It was still there. Like, yeah. Once he missed that, he knew it was kind of game over. And I do one thing with the golf as well. I, I heard like I heard a saw interview with Tiger Woods today, and I'm like. I, in, on his like road to recovery and his rehab like all he can do is like walk 10 minutes in the beach and like that's it well there was talk about maybe 4 months ago that he wasn't bedridden but he spent a lot of time in bed because his back just wasn't able yeah. to like, and you, people talk about him coming back I think he never. might come back in a way and tee off at Augusta that might be the only bit of golf and, and maybe programs and stuff he's, he's never going to be for a competitive golfer I don't see it again from what's come out of the last few months. He still has his legacy to be remembered for. Oh, his legacy is, is as, for this generation, the best golfer. And in history, in the top top two. <laughs> Himself and Nicholas. Nicholas has more majors, but Tiger dominated the way not even Nicholas did. Mm. So it's, like, his legacy will always be untainted in the golfing world. I know, outside, outside of the issues, life, yeah. But in 20 years' time, people will forget that. People yeah. always forget the personal stuff. And, and, and only look at the records and what they brought to the golfing world because he inspired a whole but generation he has, like, he's, he's like, got like academies for kids now yeah. and stuff like that and they're going to always and those kids who are playing at 5 and 6 now might not even or even at 5 and 6 but let's say in a few years time might not exactly know who Tiger Woods is but the the Tiger Woods name and, and they don't want to know what he did for golf or in oh, golf yeah, but, it's, but the Tiger Woods name it's kind of like Michael Jordan in basketball exactly it's Jordan in basketball it's Nicholas in golf um, it's Federer in tennis I think it's not yet for Federer yeah. I think Rafa. Rafa doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a or an Agassi or something like that. The weird thing is that, like, no, for. No, because they. I mean, he dominated. This, 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 this was. Serena. <laughs> Serena probably different yeah. than the, the current example in, in tennis. Just for, like, the amount of titles Woods won. Like, if this is. Like, if he doesn't win anymore, did he underachieve? Like, for the talent he had? Did he like, not break sh- the record? Should he, yeah, should he have broken the majors record? Well. He won 14 in a 10-year spell. That's one and a half every year. That's not underachieving, sorry. But the thing is, Nicholas played for longer. Nicholas yeah, played at a higher level for longer. Kind of is long, longevity not part of it sports? Is, but no, That's why Gates is it so well in football, let's say. But he is, but he's not. he doesn't go down in history as one of the greatest ever. He goes down greatest in, ever for my Yeah, greatest ever Premier League, that's one league in 25 years. Do you know what I mean? That's not saying... Uh, and he's not the greatest, I think. I, I don't think. He's the greatest player to play he's, in Premier He's in the conversation because of his long Yeah, exactly. Because of the amount of titles he won. Yeah. Yeah, but... Like, you can say, like, best ever. Like, you can make an argument for Suarez. But he was only there for three years. Like, are we talking about the best player to play in the league? Or the best player, like... Well, no, not for one year season, year. but it's somebody you have to, you have to do it over well, like the season. Like, if the best player, you probably have to say the best player he's ever played in the Premiership going on, on the Premiership, going on kind of like Ballon d'Or as Ronaldo. If, you, if you're going on that... But Premier League year, yeah. And but I don't think that's how you judge it, a player. Well, he might make the league team of the season. No, but I think if you're top five, um, you'd have Shearer, who had both. Bergkamp, who didn't really have longevity, just had that huge impact. Henri, who had both. Ronaldo, who only had the talent, didn't have. I think it was six years. I don't know who the kind of words was like top five. No, but it didn't, yeah, I think it Suarez looking, would have to be in the conversation. Like he wasn't there for I, that I long. I don't think so. No. If you look at the heights he achieved and like how close he got Liverpool to the league, and as far as that, and the level, I think he, I think he is like he wasn't there for that long. But if you look look at 
There's like where, when he left there's a debate we're going to have in the summer now that yeah, is, sure. there, there's a debate <laughs> we're going to have this summer um, but yeah like, just to finish up with Tiger Woods he said like he didn't even watch golf anymore uh, the, the only thing like if one was friends like in the golfing world is going to win something or is close to win something he'll watch it so like, he watched Jason Day win there recently but he, he had it on mute and everything he didn't count like and he had another game on a different sport on it the could background. be painful because yeah. he knows he, if, he if he was super healthy he'd be up there competing with them like you maybe not you can reach out but like you said, if he had, if he was fit and healthy, he'd be contending for majors. In the way Phil Mixon was over the last few years. Not every major, yeah. but one a year he'd be in contention. Yeah. And that's, and Tiger could easily win two or three of those because we know the mental game was there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so that's the most golfing we ever talked about on this. But uh, I'm sure we'll pick up again. Ryder Cup. <laughs> Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup, yeah. Um, so I was move on to the rugby now. And I suppose the only place to start was Connacht. And how unlucky. Uh, like they, they you you to, could say unlucky. There was some well, just, uh, maybe naivety in there as well. Bit, okay. Maybe more disappointing. Yeah. It was um, more disappointing. Both definitely. I think any time you're 19-3 up in a game. They, 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 stuck to their, they stuck to their, kind of, their game plan. And they, they kind of played their attacking rugby and stuff as well. You do, and but and that gets you to nineteen three. But at some stage, when you're away from home in European rugby, you have to play smart. And I know if I, you you could say risk reward, and the way they've been playing all season, if you suddenly change your game plan, will it fall apart? But their number ten knows how to kick, kick, kick forty fifty meters, and 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 their backs know how to chase the kick. Mm-hmm. Don't give the teams opportunities to get families back, and if you have a ten point lead with twenty minutes to go then the game is yours. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, was, it was tough to watch from that point of view because they were so far ahead. They were playing superb. Like the only Irish representation left. So I think everyone was cheering them on. Well, Exeter, tried to, Exeter tried to muscle in on that. Do you hear this? No. <laughs> so like Exeter had, um, had said, like, sent out a tweet or something like that going like, uh, all, all the Irish can follow us now in, in the... In, in the in the in the, in the European <laughs> Cup and like Irish rugby replied to this on Twitter and was like eh, excuse me we have Connacht in the <laughs> <laughs> and all this so that kind of shot them down. Uh, London Irish I can just about allow Exeter and nothing. Connacht are playing Munster this weekend. Will they uh, bounce back in the sports grounds? Um, you'd have to, you'd have to say yes. I I, I think Connacht have bounced back every time this season. They've I think they've been they have two loss. Or two losses in a row once this season. Every other time they've come back from a defeat. They're, right now they're the better team. They're at home. They beat Munster in home. And the only thing you'd say is like, they've had Ulster, Leinster and Grenoble back to back to back. Yeah. Whereas Munster have had a week off. Yeah. Um, so Munster will be fresher. Connick might be disappointed. It's a seven day turnaround. So they should be, be healthy enough. But that would be the only thing I could see. Munster being the fact that they've had the extra week off and they've been able to prepare for two weeks yeah but Munster need the win obviously Connacht need it but Munster need the win Munster really need it Connacht it would make their life easier but it's not an end of the world well Connacht them. can't get the home semi-final without it but Munster can't make top four without it if, if Connacht win they get the home semi-final guaranteed don't think so I thought so because I think Leinster if they win they get the home semi-final no because Glasgow are the three behind or four behind um, I think if they win two, they're guaranteed mm. to home semi-final. But because Glasgow are still there and because they have two Italian teams for us to play, I think 
Glasgow, I think Glasgow can catch them, but the, those top three are pretty much set in stone. Mm-hmm. Unless Scarlet's do something miraculous. Yeah, no, I think uh, we've got Conklin, Munster, and it's Leinster, Edinburgh, and Zebra, Ulster. So Ulster should, like, I know you're kind of competing with Ulster for that kind yeah. of coded spot, so they look like they have the handy one this weekend. Yeah, realistically, five points for Ulster should be. Um, it's Scarlet's Ulster and Munster. I. If you assume Leicester be Edinburgh, then they're out of contention for top four. Um, like I said, from a much of point of view, two wins gets them top six and possibly top four with help from a lot of teams. Three wins you, you get you're, you're top cheering four. on uh, Leinster in a couple of weeks when we go up to, to Belfast. He was asking for jerseys again before we came <laughs> on, on the air. I, could, I heard it this time. It's, it's possible that, 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 that Leinster could do one to a favour, yeah. How's your Leinster chance? Leinster chance. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you only have one that that, that are, are French or or from Munster or do you have any original ones? Leinster over and over again. Yeah. That's not a chance. That's more just kind of trying to remind your fans who are who are temporary fans at the best of times who yeah. are who are actually still cheering for. You're a pretty temporary fan of Leinster and Munster, eh? Permanent Munster fan. Fairweather fan. Fairweather fan, fans, I would say. A glory hunter. It was freezing cold that time I saw Munster. It's not Fairweather. <laughs> I, I think I saw the quickest ever change of fansmanship on uh, Twitter today. It was like a, a penalty being taken and a guy in the stand with his jersey on. And as soon as the penalty was taken off, he took off the jersey and had the other team's jersey <laughs> on. <laughs> it was like within the space of 10 seconds and then he started cheering. <laughs> Brilliant. Go back to Granola though, Bernard Jackman, he's from some coach, isn't he? Like, yeah. Is he like kind of being tired about bringing them back to one of the provinces or future Ireland even? It was funny, I mentioned earlier in the year, I was very surprised his name wasn't about more back when Leo was in mm-hmm. that position. And maybe Leinster had Leo lined up for, and, yeah. and therefore that, that they didn't need to talk to Jackman. But I was surprised he wasn't because obviously he had history with Leinster. Um, if you look the next time a province child comes up, like Kiss is obviously just installed... I can see Jackman coming to Munster in a year and a half when Foley's gone because yeah. that's a, a good place for him especially if there's a, a director of rugby who he wants to work with um, I think Lamb is there for a couple of years if Leo has a bad season next year then Jackman could go back to Leinster no problem I think he's proven himself oh definitely the way he's brought them up and into they almost qualified for Champions Cup last year mm-hmm. I'm not sure are they 7 or 8 right now so they're still on the verge of qualifying this year He's, he's proven in France anyway. Yeah, like, absolutely. And he, has, a very, he has been coaching for years as well, so it's exactly. He's, he's, he's certainly like got the experience. Yeah. yeah. So like, he could be in the future one that we kind of see. Like I know we've talked in the past about kind of how long will Joe stay and stuff like that. But like you never know what happens four years in like twenty twenty three or twenty nineteen. I think you would, need, you would need a province before that. I don't think you would go straight into the Irish setup. Yeah. Unless it was as like a forwards coach or yeah. something like that. Things you forget how young he is. Like, is he 41, 42? Like, then he's something like that. He's very, like, I know he, he, he retired maybe five years ago, but he looks like older than he is. Yeah. Like, he, he is <laughs> a very, he looked like that when he was playing. Like, oh, so true. He's a very young coach still. Like, like compared to Conor O'Shea, Conor O'Shea is kind of maybe four or five years older, but you'd imagine they're of the same of, of the same age. But like, this is his first big job. He's worked the way through Grenoble, through the forwards coach, into management. Has brought them not as far as they can go, but he's brought them almost as far as Gnoble will hope to go. Um, one or two more years, and then 
you'd imagine he either come back to Ireland or if there's no Irish jobs available, he moves to England for a couple of years. I'm sure people more will, will like keep an eye on him, like especially if he goes on and wins the, the Challenge Cup and stuff. Oh, well, I, I think I if you if they haven't already, I'm sure they have, but they should have an eye on him. Yeah, you've written up on him now already. Well, yeah, because you've got like he has everything you want. He has Irish experience as a player. He has international experience. Multiple, yeah, multiple. He's Connacht and Leinster, so he has um, more than one province. Um, He's coached um, forwards coach, two two head coach. Um, he works well with with young players and he's brought through a lot of Irish over there. He's he's everything going from for either province or for a, a, a provincial yeah. job or or the Irish job in five six years time. Yeah. The coach after um, Schmidt maybe. Yeah. Speaking of the Irish squad, there's like a what was it a twenty four hour, forty eight hour weekend long kind of twenty four hour one twenty four hour Sunday. Very strange yeah. thing. So, but like um, a lot of young faces called in there, a lot of new faces called in there. So Healy, oh, Healy, Healy and Ringrose. Ring Rose. Yeah, they're the two big ones. I think Healy makes sense the way he played, especially against Grenoble the weekend. He's I think it was it was Raj or it was Bernard Daphne himself talking about how they talked during the week about targeting Mahili and then twenty minutes of the game, someone turned around and goes. Healy's targeting us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, again, he was superb. Yeah. You forget that he's not young. Like he, I think he's 27, yeah. so he doesn't have many years. But, but Wes this, Houlihan of the... Of the uh, yeah, but he's, he's the on-form fullback right now. Because currently he's struggling with Leinster. I know he's back he's this weekend. This week, but yeah. Zebo isn't playing for fullback. Schmidt doesn't need to want to put um, pain there. So there is a chance for Healy. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I was... There wasn't as many Irish eyes watching the Champions Cup last weekend, and everyone yeah, still kept an eye on it. Still a big competition, but no Irish team in there, and the English are kind of taking over now, really. Yeah, well, they got three in the last three. four. Yeah, so Wasps kind of scraped out beating Exeter. Um, Jimmy Gothard. Jimmy Gothard, yeah. What a legend! <laughs> yeah, he's enjoying himself. Uh, Saracens kind of winning against Northampton twenty nine twenty, and then Leicester kind of yeah. ran over Stad. Yeah, that was kind there seems, of... There seems to be one big score every year. Every year. In the, in the, <laughs> in the stages. Yeah. And Le- Leicester certainly provided that. And then I suppose the game I was looking forward to the most out of that weekend was uh, Rossi versus Toulon. And uh, Toulon's reign is over. Yeah, the stranglehold finally broken. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was, it was, they were going for four in a row. It was like, like, like it the Kenny teams of old. <laughs> it does show how important home advantage is. Though. Yeah. It's... it's it's vital at that stage. Like you, you've been talking, talking about it in about for Connacht Leinster getting home semi-finals in the Pro Twelve. No one's ever won an away semi-final in Heineken Cup. It's very difficult to do. Like it's, it's almost strange the way that the I know in previous years there was talking about changing it where the draw is made regardless of seeding mm. for the semi-final. So you're guaranteed at home semi-final even if you came eight purely by beating. The, the team you're playing against and it doesn't seem right to me that if you're the first seed you should have home definitely home quarter home semi that's what you've earned in your group and and vice versa in the same way that American football has it mm. it's always highest seed at home regardless of, of even if you're six and you beat the top seed you don't get the home playoff no you still have to go in the league home. you finish six yeah because the regular season and in, in, in rugby the group stages matter so. I think that's, that's a little bit be. harsh I think if you knock off the top seeds then you you earn the right to their home tie so effectively if you beat the, bet, the number one seed you should get to have the, the semi-final in your you had to go through a whole I suppose it's different in, in how long the season is if you look at American football it's 
16 weeks as opposed to three three weeks in the playoffs. In Pro 12, it's 24 games, as opposed, or 22 games as opposed to... In the in Champions Cup, it's only six games. And so, yeah, so like you said, if maybe you get a, a Treviso in your group, is it fair? I I, I still think it, it, it should go on, on seeding, but... I, uh, especially, like, if, if you... If you say if you finish eighth, like we were saying, and you're drawn away to Toulon, the reigning defending champions for the last couple of years, and you somehow managed to beat them in France, I think you have earned the right to play the next match at home. Um, I disagree. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, I know, I think it depends on how long the season is. If we're talking Champions Cup and six games, you, you have a point. I think if it's a much longer season, then you have to reward teams who are consistent over over. The reward is like to get the draw you do for the for the first knockout. In the old Heineken Cup, it was that if you finished first, like it was first v eight, let's say, and if eighth did beat first, yeah, they did they'd have the, they'd have the home semi. Well, no, what happened? The, the, the draw was already made. The four quarters, but it, it was always made. it was always so. Let's say Toulon finished top. They'd always be home. If as long as they as won, long they, they would be home. To the no, final. that's yeah. not. No, it wasn't. The draw was always made, so you didn't. You could have that quarter final could have easily been home or away. It was pure draw. That was always. That's not how it was. The handicap. It was the quarterfinals were first eighth versus at home, second seventh, second mm-hmm. at home, and then it, then the semi final draw was A B C D and balls it into a hat and whichever one came out that was the home semi final. Because I remember teams being top seed and having to travel away in the semi finals, and that that was a bit strange. I think. That one almost made no sense, whereas... I think that's what he's saying. If it is the first eight, let's say we talk about the Champions Cup, if it is your top eight or whatever to go through, it should be that if you finish first, and if someone who is eighth beats you, they should get that home. Because it was whoever wins the the first eight match is getting the home. Yeah, I think they they, they have a merit. I think, for me, it depends on how long the season is, as to whether the reward is worth... Just because you beat the top team, do you automatically inherit? As in, they had an amazing season, they had one bad loss. Do you automatically inherit all their progress? I think that, like, your entitlements that you've earned throughout the year stops once the first knockout once game the knockout plays, you know, as far as I'm concerned. I don't think you're then entitled to go back on that in the second knockout game. I disagree, and maybe it's because maybe cause I've, I've gone up watching American sports. That it's always been the way it's been written in... Um, and felt that it's always top so, seed. So if, if, let's say you do the one eight example, eight beat first in America, and then they were playing third in the next knockout game. Third would still be highest seed gets the home home. gets the home game regardless. So if you're first, you're guaranteed home every all the way through, and if you're uh, it's sixth in the, in the states, but you're yeah. guaranteed to be away all the way. That's just because the season is so long. That I think I think for the rugby it definitely works because there's only the six games. In the in the table in the in the cup. Yeah, no, there, there was talk of changing it to, to fit to go away from that model. This year, I'm not, I'm not sure what it is this year. Is it, it still first gets home all the way through? I'm not sure it is. Because I know they were talking about it because Leicester, I think, were playing the winner of Racing too long, and they said depending on who won, Leicester will be home or away. So they have changed it from the old European Cup then. In that case, it's fair enough. Because another one that I wasn't sure whether or not they actually inherited the old system or because of the new changes if, if they had updated that hmm. yeah I suppose that's another debate for another day then about that as well love stacking them up yeah. in the summer <laughs> yeah. Yeah. when you're running out of stuff to talk about in the summer there we go do you so, remember that week in April yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying you need notes there um, so 
So uh, we've got what half an hour left, Chris. Before, uh, <laughs> yeah. before the, what's the timer now? Um, what's the heart rate? Seven twenty-seven. Picking up. Picking up. I can see that your old boy has been giving a start today, Kigawa. Um, oh yeah. Didn't start last last week, so he'll haunt you. <laughs> Hope he brings his, uh, his United boots. Scored a great goal last week. Did he? Yeah. Not against us. Not against you. Um, it was continued football talk and Premiership. And uh, Leicester still marching on. They're almost there. It was a 2-0 one though, not 1-0 anymore. <laughs> 95th minute, was it? Yeah, something like that, yeah. I've already ruined my bet. 6-1. 1-0 1-0 1-0 they were a bit lucky in this game. Rodwell... He had, he had a chance. Yeah, he should have done that. He should have scored that. He has fallen a long way though from the, from the player at Everton that was, what, 25, 30 million? That went to City. Yeah. It's one of those, we talked about it before, players who their career thought when they go and sit in the bench somewhere. I, I, I just wouldn't advocate it. I think you playing... the risk? I don't, see, I don't think his is even stalled. I think he's gone like on a downward slide massively. Like, he's nowhere right. near the level he was at Everton. Yeah, but that, that comes in two years of not playing football. Injuries as well. He can't even get into the Sunderland squad at this stage. Like, yeah, if one of the most promising young English defender, midfielders of a couple of years well, ago he was, can't get into the, the thing was, he was third promising. side in the Premiership now. He was promising, but he was never... Like, every time I saw him, he was never special. He was never this amazing I talent. I think I remember him scoring he a was just like, against United yeah. and looking incredible. Yeah, no, but he did some good things. Obviously, the, the hype came around that. But English, English, young English player, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, but like, Ali has had a much better season than this season than Rodwell ever had. And 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 it comes with game time. Now, if Ali better were players he's playing with though as well. Like Spurs are going for the title. Everton were never in that Everyone's position. chasing top four. Like. That's a fair point. But I think he, he was overhyped. The way Ali... Ali is being hyped correctly, I think, right now. I think for England, I would say. Well, no, yeah, but that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> They're excited, and he's, he's... Was the France scored the cracker against in the friendly about six months ago, where he took the slight deflection in the top corner? Possibly his debut, even. But, like, he's, he's done well. He should start for England in, in the Euros. But if you look at it, they're not... I think they've slightly learned to not hype uh, over hype players. I thought his goal at the weekend was good, not because it was a cracker, but just because a midfielder getting into the box like to to finish off. I know it's a sore subject for you too, but it's, not, <laughs> it's the type of goal I'd love to see my midfielder scoring. Like it was the type of goals that you, you imagine that like it was like skulls Lampard, Lampard, and pump. They're the ones who attack the goals they they scored. They arrive in the box. I think they're sure. almost as satisfying as the crackers from 25 yards because he got that goal from working his socks off and getting him to get in the striker yeah yeah no I agree I wonder though has that ear almost gone I know obviously there's still time but the way football is and the way the teams are are defending there doesn't seem to be that space 20 yards out anymore I don't know Oh, like what for like a, a pullback and the player to hit it in from the edge yeah, of the box. Yeah, there's, there's not a huge amount of those. And maybe it's it just. Like, well, I don't think the league is as good at the moment. You don't, you don't have players. Is that is that the players aren't there who to yeah, play so. the Gerard Lampard goals role? Yeah, I think Ali is, is kind of one of the first in a while to come through. Wilshire can kind of do it. He's too injured. Coutinho Ramsey does yeah, it every actual. now and again. He's more a number ten rather than a midfielder who'll come in from deep. I think he's, he's probably an eight and a half. I think that's where he's just got, like, a bit in front of the centre, but not, not behind the striker. I'm pretty sure you can't have half in the back of the jersey. 
know? What was it that I oh, was plus, plus Samarano, eight plus one because <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo yeah, plus denied him. Like yeah, exactly. You hear me with the Ronaldo as well. Uh, we'll soon have divided by and everything on the shirt. Sure. But there was the, was the, the Belgian? Romanian. Romanian team. Scott, yeah, there's the a Romanian mass, mass, Yeah. Teach kids, that was, was good. It was clever because it, it, got, it got attention to the subject. It went you you said he you never go. hated watching a game of football. <laughs> 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 Colleen, what's this? Jay, <laughs> <Hey>, what's this? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was uh, Leicester going to tune in Spurs 3 It's They're still, still chasing them, but. Uh, it's a big one now this weekend for, for Leicester playing, Ever- or playing West Ham. And West Ham coming off to defeat on Wednesday night as well. It might be a good time for Leicester to play. And a huge game against Arsenal as well. The weekend three off. Andy Carroll eight minute hat trick. Fucking Aristotle. I'm sorry, but it's tough being my latest fan over the last couple of years. But we can always take on or take um, comfort comfort in the fact that we're not Arsenal fans. Because that must be a terrible club to support. So purgatory or hell kind of scenario. <laughs> but you look at like every time they. They reach a level. They look as though they're going to be compete. They get. They bring in Mezzaroso. They bring in Sanchez. They bring in superb talent. You have a season now where the top two teams are not as good as the squad. Spurs, you could argue, but Leicester are nowhere near as good. And Arsenal aren't even close. Speaking of bringing in Ozil, what is the story with him making the shortlist for Player of the Year? He had a good first half of the season. It's not Player of half the season. Well, I think the votes are done early in the season, aren't they? He's that. been a superb player this season, but no, no, up until, up until his goal against uh, West Ham, he hadn't done any had goal or assist since January. If you look at Mares, has gone off the boil a little bit as well. Probably the last six games, maybe. But like think, you look, you look at the stats, and overall, Ozil has had a big impact on Arsenal this season. So I think, I, I, think, I think maybe a carryover from last year. I, I, People I, do remember. I, I think, it, and maybe it is kind of my United jersey on, but De Gea has done more for United. But I think he's. His form has dropped. Th- like he's still at a high level. Oh, no, he's no, not at the level he was in the year. I think oh, absolutely. I think, the, I think that's because Courtois has been poor and Czech has been decent but not spectacular. I think but if you look at it, if you're saying Ozil did a lot for Arsenal, they have done more for United. And that's the question. The question is player of the year. I think if it was MVP, the Hay is probably the is going to win that for United again. No, but as in across the league, the most valuable player. Well, the player of the year is definitely... Jamie Vardy probably well, no, did. It's, it's different though. Well, Vardy, is... Vardy, Kante, um, Michael is up there. He's had a great season. He's probably had a great second half of the season. Yeah, that, that's I think he's had a much better second... Because they weren't... Like, they were conceding They were conceding lots of goals earlier on. We, we talked about yeah. that they couldn't win the league by scoring lots of goals. Exactly, exactly. I think... Maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe the standard keeping isn't as good. But I think De Gea by far is still the best keeper in the league and he's done more for United and I think, o- I think Ozil did a lot for Arsenal in the first half of the season has dropped off I think De Gea has constantly been there I do think though a keeper will only get in if they win the league I think that's and even then for right here unlikely yeah you would need a, a better check in this part of Urshan Michael you or has, again again just putting it out there Martial not even on the young player of the list has he done that much? Like he's, he's had games of brilliance. Look at Ali's on the list. Is so Kane on the list? Yeah, you've got, you got Kane is involved. Fabio Coutinho's on the list. Uh, Barkley, Butland, Lukaku. I don't think Barkley, Barkley deserves to be there. Barkley's record is English. Lukaku, I Lukaku agree. Lukaku deserves it. Lukaku deserves it. 
how did Butland get on the young player? You're saying keepers don't really get and on it. Butland was doing very well before he got injured. He was, but again, <laughs> but is, is, that, is that it? You have to have a certain number of English on that list, regardless, because it's but the Looking at the young player, the, I don't think Barkley, I think Martial's done better at United than, than, than Barkley has. I would say Martial's probably done better than Barkley, but I don't know that either of them really. I think he had an amazing Martial's start. done well, he has scored goals for you. He's, gonna, he's close to breaking the record for a, a teenager on their debut season. United. No, he's been very good for us. I wouldn't say he's the best six young players in the league. I think you have to give me a bit of time to think about. I think who else is like Lukaku? You, you forget Lukaku who's, done, who's done very well. Steve Coutinho, Kane, Kane is very good. Coutinho's been very good. Um, who who else we got there? Deli Ali. So Deli Ali, of course. I, I think he'll win. Is Sh- how old is Michael? Is he? Yeah, I think he's past twenty-six, twenty-seven. Uh, I think Ali will win the young player of the year. Yeah. Um, Hector Bellerin's had a decent Hector season. Bellerin, I think Hector Bellerin's had more impact than Marshall this season. But then I think, again, I think he's come on towards the second half has. of the season. I don't, he, he wasn't, he wasn't guaranteed few, at the start. I think he missed a few games. Very few players have been consistent all season this season. But again, again, that's what a young player of the year is for. Because when you're, the reason why you have young player of the year is because it's to reward young talent who might not have a season. Even player of the year, like they've gone off the ball. Like Jamie Vardy scored two at the weekend, but he the goals had certainly dried up for him before that. Kane's been pretty consistent. Ozil and uh, Mars, we both talked about. They Payet had a slower start. Payet, from, apart from his injury, Payet's yeah. been very good. He's probably been the most consistent, but obviously he had that. Would there be an yeah. argument for why Deli Ali isn't the player of the year? Yeah, I think. I think be, because less make an argument for it. Oh, well, again, again, I'd probably have Ozil as the least likely person to be in there, and I'd put Deli Ali even in there instead of him. I think having three from Leicester is a bunch. And then you look at, I know they have look at stats season. as well. I think Ozil's stats are better than Deli Ali's. Like certainly assists, assists yeah. at the start of the season. Was incredible. The question, the question without it, how do you judge it? What, what is the criteria? I think once you have the criteria in front of you, then you, I'd vote for Mesut Ozil. You're talking about pure stats. You're talking about match-winning impact. Yeah, you're talking about match-winning impact. Team are in the league Kante doesn't have match-winning impact. Uh, he's no, he doesn't have. He's he's won less than very few games. But I, don't think, I don't think he'll win, important I don't think he'll win it because no one in that position really ever. No, but I think he. I think he deserves to be nominated. He definitely has match winning impact because if you take him out of the team, they probably don't win yeah. all the matches they have won. Well, if you look, I think he was banned for two games. In came who was it and scored on the first game. It was uh, King. King, yeah, King, King came in, scored in that game. So, there's no guarantee, but as in. Fine. You'd imagine with, he saved with his it. one goal for when I took him out of the fancy football. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. I just think I think it is voted on quite early. I think we. I think it's probably been said a lot. Like every year, kind of comes around. Like, why is it done so early? I think it's done so early. So you can have the presentation during the season. I think it's it's either the week of or the week after the Premier League season. But then so, why 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 don't you do like a player of a calendar year rather than? But it's kind of I, it's I, I, player I, I, of the year as opposed to player of the season, even in the name of it. I don't like but the no idea one, of player of the year because... But no one takes into account. Because if you're taking a half of one season and a half of another season, it should be... Well, look at Chelsea between two seasons, for example. Yeah, but then it should be the 2015-2016 season. But that's what it should be not taken into account because if... Oh, no, it, it's... A couple of months left and, it's not, and the it, is already gone. And, and the other question is, you're talking about Ozil and being kind of not as good this year. If they voted in January, say... Does that mean that they, they, they're asked to judge from the previous February? Or did you ask to judge from... Well, they've been asked to judge from the August, but that's what I'm saying, I don't think it's fair. Because he's yeah, but that, doesn't, that doesn't make sense. But as I said, if they're voting now, or a month or two months ago, then you have to get into... Realistically, you can't just ignore the end of the previous season. Essentially what it is, it's player of half a season. 
play a few quarters or something like that. But and that's what I don't think. Really, that's what I think is really ridiculous. And there's also lots of people doing their team of the seasons already. You see Graham Sooners mm. team of the season. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's like everyone's entitled to their opinion. Right, yeah. you are five six of the way through the season. It's not a ridiculous time, but there's very little that the only thing will happen now is if someone who's on the fringe suddenly becomes hugely influential. So if Ali, if say Ali, for example, should be in your team more than likely, should Ali be on your fringe of your team? You choose between Ali or Coutinho. Or, or, or Coutinho scores six in the next five games and scores with streamers. He hasn't been consistent. Yeah. I think. When when he's good, he looks incredible, and like he'll score a, a fantastic goal. Something against United. Yeah, yeah, and then you'll think, oh, he's he's having a great season. Yeah. But he doesn't. He, he's, he's still he's still play. young. He's still searching for consistency, which is understandable at that age. Mm. I think what you look with him, you're judging him at his peak, and at his peak, then yeah, he is one of the best players in the league. Yeah. But it's a case of him producing that over twenty five plus games a season. Yeah. Who would you give player of the year to now? And young player of the year. Player of the year. Player of the year, even though he's tailed off, I think Maris for the impact he had in the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Maris, Vardy, Kante, Ozil, uh, Kane, and Payet. I think Vardy. Vardy, and then young player of the year. He scores the goals as far as ends of the league. But it's fair, Maris is very close to goals, and he has so many assists. I think, fine, from my point of view, I'd base it on stats as well. He has the most. We can all do point. our team of the season, our player of the season <laughs> at the end of the year. We can do as well. That'll be another exciting one where we can see Maris, how shit we were <laughs> in our predictions. <laughs> uh, that should be a fun job. <laughs> and then uh, Young Baby or Kane, Ali, Lukaku, Barton, Coutinho and Butland. Kane or Ali? I think Ali, because he had such an impact coming from MK Dons last season, Kane is continuing on and he doesn't have the, the impact that Ali's had. But Kane has been superb. Kane. I think if I'm giving Vardy player of the year, Kane deserves Young Player of the Year. Fair enough. Fair enough. Likely to be number one and two in the goals scoring charts at the end of the season as well. Yeah, are they both over 20 goals now? Yeah, I think Vardy got to 22 at the weekend. Yeah, I think so. Um, I suppose we'll talk about briefly about the FA Cup now. Um, there was one game last night, I just want to very briefly say, what a goal by Rashford. I did see that goal. <laughs> that yeah, it was a great finish. Like, not only like, to make the space, first of all, because it was, it, was, it, was, it was a Tompkins who was... It was Closing them down. Tompkins yeah, scored for them. Yeah. Yeah. So Tompkins was kind of closing, and didn't have much of it. It was kind of a little, little drop of the shoulder, a little shimmy. He made the and just a postage stamp in that top corner. I'm gonna say something, and I'll probably. It, it, it's great on history as being terrible, but that was Thierry Henry. Like he's not Martial. I mean, he's, he's not, not French. You're, you're not the first. One. That was that was Thierry. That was that was perfect Thierry Henry. Oh, could he be United's Thierry Henry after David Bellion? <laughs> if you look United right now it's a difficult we don't know where we're going with regards to manager next season or the year after not but going anywhere LBG is here to stay but there's some incredible talent there right now if you look at they're Fossil young Fossil Mensa Fossil looks superb last season there was McNair Something there was Blackett look about Fossil Mensa it's like let's go Fossil Mental <laughs> <laughs> but there's yeah Fossil Mental looked very good coming in Darmian Struggled when he came on last week, but he's been good for most of the season. Luke Shaw's there, Marshall, um, Herrera is still young. I think still has time. Um, Depay, very Depay. Keep forgetting about him. Yeah, Depay has struggled this season, but if you give him like the one year to kind of find his feet, and then next year you're probably going to find out if he's suited to the Premiership or not. If you you could have Rashford, Marshall, Depay 
as a front three. Well, if you're if you're Van Gaal, you're gonna have Phil Jones, Ashley <laughs> Young, and David De Gea as your front three or something. Total football. <laughs> that front three, come the age of maybe sixty-three. I mean, Marshall just turned 18. twenty. Bashford eighteen. The pie is twenty-one. Fifty-nine combined age of that front three. The pie, yeah, it's it's difficult going from a star player in a PSV team to having to play in a team low in confidence in a new country. Like I think we have to give him the he's he's produced enough moments that I think I I have no problem with him kind of starting again next season. Glimpses. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he made some mistakes. He learned from them. That stupid coat and jacket he wore going to the the, the Holland train that time. <laughs> you make mistakes, as you observe. He'll learn. He'll come back there. Here, I will more yeah. <laughs> no, that's your new uh, wiki blog there. The fashion advice. Style by Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about this way too long. No, nope. um, polka dot socks. But there's a huge amount of talent there, and if Van Hal can bring it through. Which it doesn't look like he brought it through, but he doesn't look like he knows how to manifest it into a good team. But there's huge talent there. Someone like Simeone could be huge. Um, I know we're chances are we're not going to get him, but you that may, kind you of may coach, well do. That kind you, of coach, you're, just gonna, you're gonna have a fight on your hands to get him. He's, oh, gonna, but I think he's look, probably gonna have one or two offers if he does decide to leave it. Well, you look at him now, so like I suppose moving on, it's a great time to kind of chat about this now as well. There was two things I wanted to say one about the rumors that United for Mourinho. With City beating PSG, they might make a move from PSG. Uh, PSG might make a move. There's always rumours that Blanc is going to be gone, that but they don't want him. So, losing the City might. I don't know if Mourinho plays the way that they would, that they want to. Like, do you think they just want to win the Champions trophy. League? I think they're they're happy. I don't to know. bring him in for a couple of years to win the Champions League. Yeah, I think. I think they would. I think it's a it's such a kind of high profile kind of French glamour, like. Yeah, but in Paris, like, it's all about like the occasion, and the, they do play great football. I don't know that they'd be happy. But to but they but Chelsea all play. Chelsea can play great football in the ring. You know, the first year or two when they had Duff and Robin and things. Real played very good football in the ring. You know, at times when they were playing inferior opposition in the French league, they're going to play nice football. They're too good. They're well, so yeah, much they're money. So they're so good, talented. They're going to play nice football because like, Mourinho doesn't have to set them up to defend. They just walk that and, league every year at this stage. And the owners won't care if it's a little bit ugly in, in European football if come the end of May, Mourinho's holding the trophy. I, I think they'd sacrifice styles for success for a year or two, no doubt. Yeah. And then what about uh, Atletico beating Barcelona? They, they play very well. I don't think yes. there's oh, anything much more to say. Barcelona had 70 something percent possession, but that possession doesn't win you games. Atletico completely deserved their win. Except for Barca should have had a penalty at the end. So maybe it would have gone to extra time then. Suarez with another elbow. <laughs> Did he mean it? Yes. It's Suarez. His, uh, his fellow countryman. His fellow countryman. I saw someone on Twitter. Matter. Someone on Twitter said uh, Suarez would have his own granny thing. got him a goal. So like. Yeah, no, it's. It's, it's, it's a huge turnaround to Barcelona the last three weeks. It's the first Dave. time, I don't know if you've heard this, it's the first time in Messi's career that he's gone five games without a goal or an assist, and that coincides with Barcelona losing the last three or four games. He was he was very much off form, like like most of them were, but he, he was trying too hard like with the free kicks. Yeah, It was kind of like, 
they ran out of ideas and he had all the pressure on his shoulders to is, try is and... It, is it, it probably is too much to say, but are they kind of reliant on Messi still, even though they have these world-class players everywhere? I mean, his when form he was, dips and when Neymar he was, dips. Well, he was injured at the start of this season or the end of last season and Neymar, and Neymar stepped, stepped up. up. But when Messi's in the team, Neymar will, Neymar will still play second field with him. But if Messi... Because Neymar basically takes over the team when Messi isn't there. When Messi is there, I mean, Neymar doesn't quite know what to do if if Messi isn't firing because he can't overshadow Messi. I think he's aware that Messi is still a top dog at Barcelona. And there is something to be said for kind of keeping the pecking order. Um, it's why there have been rumours of him potentially leaving at a different stage of the last year or two because... He wanted to be top dog as opposed to being second fiddle to Messi. Um, I guess only way he can win the World Player of the Year if he's winning European trophies for other country, or for other teams instead of Messi at Barcelona. So, but it's it's just, it's very difficult for them to to drop Messi. Like yeah. you, you won't ever drop a player that good. Like he's he's incredible. You don't rest him. He just played a lot of football. Yeah. and he came back from. Did he play for both for Argentina in both games? He, it's just over tiredness and he just that slight five percent off which in Europe is the difference someone else who uh, is quite good is Ronaldo with his hat-trick to uh, beat Wolfsburg as well so yeah but he's a decent up-and-coming player I've yeah, heard he's, this chap have you? yeah he's he looks look, look a prospect I probably should have given him a chance probably should have kept him another year exactly yeah kind of could have thrown him into the nanny role <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the, the final quarter one there Bayern Munich Two all against Benfica, like I, I just, they got they got the home Didn't win, enough. they got the away goal. Once they had the away goal, that's the yeah, all four matches finished three two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And for that, um, it does show how close is it there for City? No, it's like who's favourite? Who's favourite? I think Bayern are favourite. I think I think I think Bayern haven't looked special. You even brought up the whole only two nil or two all Benfica. Benfica are a decent European team. Bayern in previous years Bayern was beaten by more. When they went two nil down, back, yeah, that, that's the sign of champions. No, but they were two up in the first leg and, and conceded two to get it back to all. They went two 0 down at home. They fine. They, obviously, they, they came back and scored four goals. They're capable of being superb, but they haven't been superb all season. Did you hear that? Um, they're five points clear of Dortmund, which if you compare them to Barca, were ten points clear. PSG were huge and were clear. Barca. Their gap has been sliced and now they're out of it. It's only four now, I think, to Madrid. Three, three or four, something like that. UEFA have come out and said that um, it's fine if Bayern draw City in the semi-final. Like, well, there's nothing they can do. There's nothing they can do about it, exactly, yeah. yeah. What, what, what are you going to do? Like, so. force, them, force one of them to either not hire Pep or yeah. fire Pep? You can't. I mean, it was, it was a similar scenario a couple of years ago when Bayern drew, or they didn't draw, but they had Dortmund in the final. And Goethe yeah, had already, Goethe had oh, already yeah, signed yeah. for... Uh, Munich. Now he was injured and couldn't play, but it could have well turned out. Like he yeah. was, he was cheering for Dortmund in the in the crowd. Yeah, I think Pep is he's going to want to win a trophy. He's there's a professional. No, he's there's, professional yeah, there's no question of uh, conflict of interest. There's one yeah. strange. He you. gains nothing from Man City winning. No, not at all. There was one thing though. I talking about kind of that, that kind of integrity in sport where Kevin Friend. I was just going to bring that up as well. Is well, yeah, you can fire ahead. No, there. Kevin Friend, the referee who's a Leicester fan, yeah. was. Well, the kind of yeah, the scheduled to, to ref Stokes Stokes Spurs, and the FA took it off him because they thought no, just to avoid any any sign that the FA are are, are kind of favouring Leicester. Shame before. they never did that with Howard Webb. Howard, no one knows. We don't know who Howard Webb supported. 
<laughs> I'm assuming someone from London, based on, based on his accent. So. Um, so we've got about five minutes left. We'll just do a quick wrap up of kind of a few other other noteworthy things in the sporting world that's happened the last week. Um, so I was in in the ga the Dublin Kerry final. Not much to say about this. Really, two comfortable wins for Dublin Kerry. Two ten point wins. Two best teams in the league finalists last year in the All Ireland. It's kind of <laughs> should, should be decent game. Yeah, it should be decent game. Exactly. It's but, the league, so I think they won't. They won't show their full arms in the league final. I think whoever wins it doesn't have an advantage in the All Ireland. But for for Dublin fans, it should be a decent game to watch in Copper. Definitely, definitely. Um, Aintree was on last weekend as well, and uh, a certain Michael O'Leary, uh, his horse ruled the world, thirty-three to one. Yeah, it flew around the course, didn't it? Flew around the course. <laughs> that's the only reason that's in running on <laughs> see you next week folks that's all folks. it doesn't get any better than this mic drop you may as well stop listening now <laughs> please don't <laughs> uh, my sister backed them each way nice yeah nice. How yeah. Much? it was like a, like a 250 each way her, her boyfriend was going into the bookies but uh, yeah oh, quit you've come back that's yeah, bad, definitely, definitely. Uh, boxing new world champion Anthony Joshua yeah, very quick. Look comfortable. He looks yeah. special. Now, I I say the the level of a world champion wasn't the, the toughest he'd ever find, but he seventeen wins, seventeen knockouts. He's he if Fury next this time next year. No, and Fury has to fight. Fury, Fury yeah, I mean, the, the question is whether he will or Fury will be his next fight. Yeah, so. Fury fighting Klitschko next. I apparently there's something happening big happening in Wembley in June. I think it is. David well, Hay has you've a got Hay, you've got Hay you've got but then um, Hay, Hay only said this week that he, he'll fight Shannon Briggs yeah. if he wins on the on Hay's undercard coming up so I think from what Eddie Hearn said the um, AJ's promoter is that Hay would be next year and that Fury would be the one to do this year if they did one of the two and you've got Whitner who's hanging around like Tyson Fury is still kind of taunting him back and forth but Whitner's there if they really want to see how good Joshua is, bring him up against an actual world class fighter. Like there's Klitschko and Fury. Hay already has a fight down for the next month, is it? Or is yeah. It's, it's so they could take a couple of months off, but if they really want to get um, Joshua up there, that's the fight. That's the big fight available to him. Yeah. 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 That's that's the big fight I think that's available to them if they if they don't want to wait for Hay or or Fury. Yeah. Um, in your favourite American sport season basketball um, season end Kobe Bryant retires yeah. something like 60 points in his final game his final time. game and he scores 60 oh, it's I, I mean, what a career it's 18 straight all-star games I think second best of all time 5 NBA titles 1 NBA MVP he goes up there in, in up there with Chamberlain up Michael there Jordan. with Jordan I, don't, I think I remember talking about the guy with this in one of the early pods. the earlier episodes. Hey, up there, it's top two. I think he's not there. I think there's... He's definitely top ten. He's up there as the best of this generation. I think if you look at... What does Gary think of his retirement? Stephen? Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, speak for him. I think he's good down as the best of our generation. I think... James has potential. They're kind of different eras. I know they've overlapped for a lot of it, but James potentially could could get close. But he's been so consistent over such a long period of time. Five titles, um, liked and hated 
I, he, evil measure. Yeah, as in, he, he was super, he was selfish, but he'd be on as one of the best, no doubt. Um, and to finish off at 60 points is, is just kind of one of those, they were fine. I think they, they have 17 win a season, so it was almost a, a kind of a, an exhibition game. Yeah. Yeah. His teammates were passing to the entire game just yeah. to get to stats. But it, it's a way to finish. It's a, a superb career, and... It almost overshadowed overshadow the fact that the Warriors beat the Bulls regular season record. Like that's the big headline is Kobe hit sixty. It's yeah. not that that the the Warriors got seventy three. I think when they beat the Spurs, that was huge to end the Spurs home record and to keep their own seventy three and nine record intact was was that was the big the big headline at the time. The fact that that was overshadowed as well. I heard a lot of people saying that they still think that that Bulls team would beat the Warriors today. Like if oh, yeah. I think that's why it's kind of getting overlooked a little bit, apart from the Kobe. Well, I think it's, it's saturated. And the argument now, I think that's the thing with the Warriors is this Warriors team is now in that argument. People are going to go back and go, well, is this, could this team beat that Bulls team? And a previous team in NBA history. It's like, no one will ever know. The, the only way you'll ever find out is to get both of them on NBA 16. Yeah. Play them in their own. That's what happened. Computer. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. Like, sort of like, like, could, could the Warriors have stopped Pippen and, and Jordan and everyone and Steve Kerr? <laughs> and Steve Kerr? <laughs> Can Steve, could Steve Kerr coach his team to stop himself? You know what I mean? There's a question here. Um, it's like Mario Kart, isn't it? When you're racing against your shadow. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it just it's one of the best teams. But in order for this season to be a success, they still have to go and win the thing. Sure. This seventy three nine means nothing if, if if they get knocked out by but by, by by the Spurs in the conference final. Cool. Um, there's some sad news from the world of MMA as well mm-hmm. this weekend uh, or last weekend it was was the fight in Dublin. Yeah, sad news to hear that uh, Joe Carvalho passed away during the week. Um, after a three-round war, he he lost by TKO. I think I, I, I didn't see the fight before what I heard. The stoppage was okay, but probably it should have ended before that. Uh, and he, it was only about 20 minutes later. He was, 20, he was complaining of headaches and he was vomiting. He was taking the bomb out and then obviously deteriorated from there. Yeah. Um, I think the, the sports minister has begun in court or investigations but uh, until we know but, but that just looks though he's he wants he seems to be doing something that doesn't look from from what I know that he didn't have too much trouble making weight or anything like that so I suppose it's really people just want to know why it happened yeah I suppose that thing there's been huge talk about um, rules and it, it's not governed in Ireland and all that stuff but I think up until all, until we find out what actually happened, what caused it, whether or not it was a blood clot, if it was a, some pre-existing condition, maybe we, we, no one knows. So until that comes out, it's too early. And to, to hear all the, all the hypocrisy from people coming out during the week, talking about how the sport could be banned and all that kind of thing, it's, it's ridiculous. It really is. Two people going in, knowing the risks, and providing they're looked after and cared for to the best of their ability, then that's all you can do. When people want to pay and watch it, then people will pay and watch it. Yeah. Any other brief news in the UFC? I suppose briefly, uh, Frank Mir and Lyoto Machida both tested positive for banned substances. Um, Lyoto had has admitted taking something. Um, I don't know if if he's gonna play the uh, R- Romero card or what, but he has admitted taking yeah, something. Playing the Romero card, he's innocent. Uh, <laughs> Frank Mir has blamed Australian cuisine on his. Uh, <laughs> 
his failed test and I suppose the only thing to add is uh, the champ is back, Junior Dos Santos, with a, a dominating 50-45 win over Big Ben Rothwell. And I suppose he will be glued to Alistair Overeem Arlovsky in the Netherlands because if Arlovsky wins it, Junior may well get another shot at the title because everyone will have beaten everyone and he'll have the the, win, the most the recent win. And he's beaten both guys that will be fighting for the title. He's, he has a win over Verdum and over Stipe. So a great night for him and it was, it was good to see him back to winning ways. Excellent, excellent. So as we wrap up now, the game's about to kick off. But... Uh, so we'll just answer this question very quickly. So I think Stephen looks confident. I'll let you go first. No, 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 Chris can go first. Chris? Six. Six. Oh, ninth. He's ninth, yeah. He only jumped jumped from 12. To be honest, I didn't realise how how, how good he'd been the last couple of years. I know he was kind of second to Rory in the race to Dubai, but... Yeah. Ninth in the world. 12th to ninth. There we are now. So uh, that's it for another round. Uh, We're going to... Let Chris now relax and watch this game. I don't know if you relax. You relax. Yeah, it's going to be a good one now. So uh, hope you all enjoy it. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you all next week. Cheers. Bye. Get up, you son of a bitch. Making love.